This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Intuit, the technology platform that brings financial confidence with products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. You might have learned the recorder in school, but probably not how to navigate the financial world. Luckily, Intuit's on a mission to help with the free Intuit for Education program. It provides students with the lessons to learn essential skills, like how to build credit, file taxes, and budget. Check out their free resources at intuit.com slash education. Alright, and welcome to another episode of Unequal Sequel. Extra! See, I've, I've learned now to give you a pause so you can do that. <laughs> I love doing that extra bit. I love these I know extra you do. It gives, you, yeah. it gives you so much pleasure. Yeah, it really does. It's the small things. <laughs> yeah. Welcome all. We're on to another bonus ep- episode. We are doing a review episode. And what are we reviewing this week, Rich? We are reviewing Space Jam, A New Legacy. The sequel to Space Jam from yeah. 1996. And it certainly is a new legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, adults, anyone who's listening. We're not quite sure who this is. This film was aimed at. So we thought we were going to go in and think, this is going to be aimed at kids. But we're not quite sure if it is. So we're a little bit confused by it, to be honest. So we're just going to have a quick chat about it and see where we lay at the end of the review, Rich. Because I think this might help both of us. I... I really, really wanted to like this movie because I really like Space Jam and I don't care if that's cheesy. I, I I really enjoyed Space Jam and I really, really wanted to like this movie. So anything we say, bear in mind, I desperately wanted to like this. Yeah, we're two people <laughs> that enjoy the original. We like it. So this one, and I'm going to try and be nice. Well, Rich, do you want to go in first or shall I? Yeah, okay. So LeBron James is is your main man, and the positives I can say about him is he's certainly got a lot of charisma. He's certainly mm. he's certainly probably got enough charisma to hold up a movie. However, mm. it felt like he was learning how to be an actor throughout this movie, and his performances at the beginning were not as solid as his performance at the end. Okay. I think he steadily got better, and you can sort of see him relax a little bit. It felt like he was relaxing into it a bit. And I certainly, by the end of it, I thought actually his performance is kind of all right. Was was pretty. It started off quite shaky, and it got to all right. And I thought, you know what, his charisma is going to kind of take him through on this one, and that was pretty good. This movie did two very very difficult things to pull off. It made (laughs) it it did two things that are absolute miracles. One, it made Don Cheadle look like a bad actor because his dialogue was so poo. And two, it made Bugs Bunny not funny. How do either of those things happen? Like, I just, I don't understand how you can do that. 
You could get Don Cheadle to read out a Chinese takeaway menu, and it'd be good. it'd be amazing. But he, it was his. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's his character was just frustrating. But say, do you think that's the script, or do you think that's Don Cheadle trying to do something his character that's doesn't really work? Yeah, it's either the script or the directing. I don't think it's Don Cheadle. You know, I think okay. it's. I mean, there were two. I think two funny jokes in the film, in the whole film. One I don't want to spoil for people, but it's the Michael Jordan gag, and actually I quite liked that. That was quite funny. That is the best gag in the whole film. I chuckled on that one. Um, Mm. I also chuckled on Don Cheadle's character's name, who is a, I think we can say, is a a, a computer algorithm called Al-G-Rhythm, which I thought was quite funny. I like that little pun play. But the second funny joke in there was when Daffy Duck called him a son of a glitch. I think that was quite funny. <laughs> I laugh at everything that Daffy Duck does. I think he's brilliant. He was made the standout tune. If yes. I had a standout oh, you, tune. You're absolutely right. Daffy was, was the best part. But barely in it. Yeah. Do you want to just give the listeners a quick synopsis? Yeah. Probably should start with that, eh? Um, yeah, we're getting good now. Essentially, um, this is a story about father and son and father's understanding. It, basically, it's the Lego movie. Um, it's like fathers trying to understand their sons and letting their sons have freedom to be themselves. Yeah. And LeBron's son doesn't really want to play basketball. He wants to be a computer game designer. Don Cheadle's character is an algorithm that... At some, Warner's. We at should Warner, put the Warner yeah, I, was, I, was getting, I was getting there. At Warner Brothers, who somehow comes up with ideas for movies and... I have no idea how this convoluted thing happens, but somehow once LeBron James somehow scan, then manages to scan LeBron and his son into a computer game where <laughs> they have to play basketball against each other, otherwise they have to stay in there forever. Essentially, it's a massive long advert for Warner Brothers. Oh, it's embarrassing <laughs> at points, to be honest. There is some fun to be had. I mean, essentially, this is, it's completely humorless, this, this film. Like mm. there are so few jokes in it. It is so like there's not even any slapstick in it. Barely, you know. It's ridiculous. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, it's 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 humorless, incredibly humorless. And the only joy to be had from it is going is sort of spotting Warner Brothers characters in the background. I got a little bit of a a little bit of a a, a happy face when I spotted the Animaniacs. In the background yeah. for like eight milliseconds, but yeah, that that's kind of the main fun of this movie. I was looking at Google reviews before we started recording this. People are giving this movie five stars and saying, "Don't listen to the critics; it's a great movie." What did they watch? <laughs> I would like to know what, how old they are because, like we we were saying, we're not quite sure what the target audience is because no. it doesn't seem to be for kids. And if it's aiming for fans of the original film, which is, I think, is me and you, yeah, our yeah. age, because ninety six the original, then it it doesn't land there either. No, no, it's it doesn't. The great things about the original were Michael Jordan. Well, Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan's acting wasn't great. <laughs> like, oh, you know? I think Jordan's better than LeBron. Oh, really? I don't. I think LeBron's better than Jordan. Oh, I think I think LeBron's a better actor than Jordan. I have to say, I think the the great things are. That tunes were funny. It was it was a unique. It was a, a you know a, a unique kind of concept. It made the story made sense for a start, and the soundtrack was amazing. Mm. And this didn't make any sense. The tunes are 
barely in it, really. I mean, yeah. they don't say anything. They they look nice, but they don't say anything. And the the soundtrack, like non-existent. Yeah, just completely forgettable. And as a sequel, it just doesn't work. It they just don't really. There is a few nods to the original, but a sequel to Space Jam, I want a little more nods. I think to yeah. the original Space Jam. I mean, sometimes it got embarrassed in how they, much they were ignoring it. Like it's like they were embarrassed of it, and they shouldn't be because it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. But then, so so we don't think it's aimed at our kind of age. We don't think it's aimed at fans of the original. We think it's a potentially a reboot, hence the new legacy thing. Mm. But then, thinking about my son and taking my son to watch it, who's six, he would be bored because it's not. There's nothing. There's no slapstick in it. He's not going to get all those references what, to the like Clockwork Orange rapists, Burton's like. Batman and stuff. Sorry, what was that? The, the Clockwork. Oh not... yeah, Clockwork Orange. For Rape. God's sake, what are they doing there? Like the but Tim Burton's Batman characters and stuff. Like my son's not going to get those references. He's not going to find any kind of joy in that. And there was nothing in terms of slapstick or humour. Yeah. For him to, to for him to enjoy, I can't see him liking it. He, he will be he would be bored. Does he even know who Bugs Bunny is or the Looney Tunes are? No, not really. Oh. But I mean, even even if he did, it still isn't funny. <laughs> you know, it's still not good. Like it's it takes far too long to get going. Oh, I was just looking at how long the original Space Jam is and try and guess how long that is. I'd say about ninety minutes. Eighty-eight minutes. Yeah, perfection. Which that's, that's the right kind of yeah. That's the right kind of time, right? Yeah, That's yeah. How long you want a, a movie like this? How long is this movie, Dave? Uh, I believe how it's was just New over Day two hours. I'm just going to confirm what it is. Give me a second, listeners. And it's I will... definitely over two hours. <laughs> definitely over two hours. We were looking at our watches. Oh, yeah. About half an hour from the end, I was fidgeting in my seat because I was bored. It's hour and 55 minutes. So not only really? is it longer, that which we complained, it felt longer. Oh my god! It felt so much longer. It felt like that we were there for three hours. Mm. <laughs> yeah, my notes I've written down. I've written down audience, which we've discussed. Uh, the Warner Brothers advert, which again I say got a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, like, I mean, kids won't know what the Matrix was are they? No, Harry Potter. Well, what fine. Was the... They should have really delved into that if they went anywhere. But no, they had a sequence. But it didn't even look like good Harry Potter, did it? No, it was like cheap Harry Potter. Like I don't know, like a Harry Potter knockoff. Game of Thrones? Kids aren't going to get Game of Thrones. No, What kid is watching Game of Thrones? Yeah. Like, hopefully none. <laughs> it's a bizarre mixture of of them trying to attempt to update it, which you have to say, you know, it probably needed to be. But this wasn't the way mm. of probably doing it. And it had to be LeBron because no one else... It had to be a, a well-known basketball player. So it had to be LeBron James because even yeah. I know who LeBron James is and I'm not big into basketball. So he is a yeah. an icon in the the sport but it just doesn't work how can you not have a, a film about the looney tunes playing basketball with lebron james not work i don't know well I, the, the way you get to not work is you basically have the looney tunes not do anything <laughs> daffy doesn't even play basketball guys he's the manager it's a waste of a duck it is and he doesn't he barely says anything all the way through it as well he does like four lines i think yeah all right uh, the way they kind of they kind of go and collect characters on the way round. You know, they're like so it's it's Bugs and, and LeBron are off kind of on a on a little road trip almost mm. to go and, and they go and pick up the different Looney Tunes characters. But they skip over it so quickly. 
that you get no kind of sense of like you know some of them it's literally just a shot of them of them appearing like they don't really come from anywhere like they just appear yeah i just oh. elmwood fudd doesn't get much to do and i always quite like him nope. he gets literally nothing to do i mean porky pig has a rap battle which is weird <laughs> There's a a Porky Pig rap battle in the middle of a basketball game, which I have no idea what that's about. But yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's probably about the most screen time one of the two gets, really. Mm. Like it's supposed to be almost supposed to be a Bugs movie, but it's not. I mean, I think he cracks one joke. Who do you think gets most screen time? Do you reckon it's Cheadle? It feels like thinking about it. It's Cheadle, yeah. I think it is Cheadle. Well, obviously LeBron James, hopefully, but. Yeah, but I think I think I I felt like it was more Don Cheadle than anyone else. Yeah, and unfortunately, his character just fell flat for me. It didn't feel right somehow. It didn't. There was no real menace to it. There was no real, real drama to anything. There was I don't know. It. What was his end game? I didn't feel like, like there was any peril. Yeah, what was his end game? Just so they're all stuck in the the server with yeah. him. Yeah, but I mean, it's just. It's just, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really have a proper ending, does it? No. I mean, it's not resolved. The end. It, it there are there's a lot of unresolved stuff at the end. I don't get Don Cheadle's little mate, his little sidekick thing, either. No. What's what's that? What's that all about? It's almost like he just needed an inanimate object so that he could explain pop plot points to it, and therefore the audience understood what was going on. Like, could have been a vase. Could have been like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. You're going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. It was disappointing, wasn't it? I have to say. And I did. I really didn't want it to be, Dave. I really didn't. I really wanted to like it. I wanted it to be silly and funny and colourful and I don't think it was any of those things, especially the basketball. I mean, the basketball game they turned into. Well, it, oh, I don't even know how to describe it because I expect Looney Tunes, and hmm. and they turn into this three D world, which I have. I thought looked really cool. 
to be honest. It did look really good. They looked really good. And the I think visual both, effects both me and you said great. the first half visual effects are a bit ropey with this Toon World. Mm. I don't know why I can't be happy with that because what I'm describing is what that is what I wanted. But really, I, I just know, want, but... I want, and I wanted a sequel to Space Jam. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't a. This is almost a reboot of Space Jam, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, it's then, and really there's a few a jokes about them being embarrassed of the the previous, like I said, Space Jam, which makes me even more angry. But there, there's a really good Michael Michael Jordan joke. Is it worth it just for the Michael Jordan joke? No, no. Do not pay to see this movie for that one Michael Jordan joke. I promise you, it's not worth it. Wait till it comes out. If you really, really, really want to see a Michael Jordan joke, then wait till it comes out on some sort of streaming service yeah. or something that you've got access to. Wait till it comes out on the telly. <laughs> it's like you said earlier, you wouldn't take George. What, what age bracket would you try and slide in? I mean, this is the biggest thing I can't understand, I'm afraid. I can't get who it's aimed at. Maybe older kids, younger teens, maybe. But I can't see how they're going to get it. Like, I can't see how it's going to land. Are we just idiots? Right. Do you reckon? I mean, it's clearly. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I've got to say it's clearly not aimed at us, but maybe it is aimed at us. Well, I can't. This is the thing, isn't it? Is that I think maybe they've tried to do that thing where they go, "Oh, it's a kids' movie," but there's some nods to the grown-ups too. Like there are nods to the parents, but so the parents will sit and watch it and go, "Oh, look, the Iron Giant! I remember him." Yeah, or like the, the, the King that, Kong, the Joker from Burton's Batman, or you know, that's that's the. That's the bit that resonates for for us, but it it's not enough. It's it's not clever enough. No, for to to entertain adults, and it's not silly enough. It's not silly enough to entertain kids, and it's just not funny. Like end the story, not funny. <laughs> I think this might be one of my biggest disappointments of this year. I think this will be. I can't see many more yeah. films that are going to be more disappointing than this. So during this doing this podcast, we have watched. Batman and Robin, which is a terrible film. Mm. And we have watched Alien vs. Predator, which is a terrible film. And this fits with them. <laughs> oh, you're going to go as low? I wouldn't go as low as that, because they are truly awful. It's not, as, it's not as bad as Batman and Robin, and it's not as bad as Alien vs. Predator 2, but it is in that bracket. I put it down there in that bracket. I put it back at the one that you've been most disappointed with. Because, like I yeah. said, I really like Space Jam. I have really fond memories of watching it. Well, I'm younger, and I watched it again a few years ago, and I love the Bill Murray that pops up in it, uh, and his assistant that keeps digging a hole in the golf course makes me laugh trying to dig him out. And there's a guy like that that's in this one, but there's no, yeah. it's just none of that magic, none of that. Like you said, the soundtrack, ignoring uh, Dickhead R. Kelly, there's no that saw like an eagle moment, is there? I was no, there there's isn't. one point in this in this film when I, I was singing that in my head when he. LeBron's doing something. I was yeah, like, yeah. like an eagle. <laughs> but it's almost like LeBron isn't supposed to be the hero. LeBron's kid is supposed to be the hero, really, I guess. Oh, man, this is how confused we are. Yes, maybe. But I mean, and that's the thing, isn't it? Is that so? This is it's supposed to be a journey of growth for LeBron. He's supposed to go from, you know, pushing his kid to be brilliant at basketball to actually listening to his kid and letting his kid do the thing he wants to do. Mm. And that's supposed to be the journey of him. So really it should resonate to fathers who who want their kids to, you know, to do what they want to do and be happy. Well, I'm a father and it did not res- resonate to me in that way. I could see that coming from like 30 seconds into this movie. Oh, it's so you know, predictable. Like, 
Oh, it really is. Everything is. Probably that's why there's we felt no peril, no danger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's because it's it's completely predictable. Yeah. It, and like you said, like we said, nothing gets really resolved though, despite it being predictable. Like, so there is a bit of character growth in the fact that that LeBron goes through a little bit of a growth process, mm. but the son doesn't go through any particular growth. I don't think. Well, he's just so growing up. Main. The main bad guy doesn't get resolved. Yeah. You know, there's no kind of... Yeah, he, he doesn't get resolved. He just, you know, is. The the tunes. I think, I guess, they're all back together again. <laughs> again, maybe a spoiler. Well, yeah, maybe a spoiler. Sorry, but I mean, that's pushing it, though. We know they all get back together again. They're all in the basketball team together, Dave. That's not a spoiler. Oh, that's true. <laughs> And they can still play basketball. Oh, oh, it makes me angry. Do they really even play basketball, though? Like, I don't remember. I remember seeing LeBron play basketball and the bad guys playing basketball. Hmm. Who were like the Lola plays basketball. real basketball the, players. The, the, and the female bunny. Lola is the only one that really plays basketball. But then she was the only one that was good at basketball in the first one, right? Yeah, because like, they, really. they do what Looney Tunes do best and they're loony. Yeah. So that's what they bring to the team. But this one, they, they kind of get to that, don't they? Like that's oh, part of the growth process, and it takes but so long. It takes so long, and when they do it, they're not particularly loony. <laughs> and the basketball stuff's not even particularly entertaining. No, it's really not. Like they completely ignore basketball, basically, don't they? Porky Pig has a rap battle, and that's his contribution to the basketball. Mm. I, I don't know what that's to do with anything. Shall we try and rate it? There's not. I don't think there's a lot more we can say about it. Like one, is it an unequal sequel? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's nowhere near as good as the original. Absolutely nowhere near. I even debate that it's even a sequel. Yes, and if you didn't <laughs> like the, the original Space Jam, this will not make you like Space Jam. <laughs> if you didn't like the original Space Jam, you will hate this. <laughs> like, hate it. <laughs> and if you really liked the original Space Jam, you won't like this either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so I'm going to go. I'm gonna rate it out of seven. Me and Rich rate things out of seven. I'm going to say two. Really? That's generous. Wow. I was going to say, I've, I've been debating between one and one and a half. Oh, savage. <laughs> I, th- I think maybe one and Look, a half. The, some of the effects were good. They get a half for the Michael Jordan joke. The Michael Jordan good. Yeah. The effects are they good. They get one. They get one star for the visual effects in the second half of the movie. And they get another half a star for the Michael Jordan joke. And that's I, it. That's all they get. You heard it here, guys. That's, that's <laughs> it. I don't think there's anything else to say more about it. I think... Just say we're, we're bitterly disappointed. I mean, if you disagree with us, please tell us why. I'd like to know. I'd like to know if people have seen this movie and disagree with us because I really want to know what people have seen that's good in this movie because it, it's really baffled me. And I don't, I don't like not finding the good in something. We know it's not going to be a masterpiece, really, because it's a, it's about a cartoon playing basketball against with a an NBA star. It's and somehow in the middle of all that, it's rubbish. But it, I thought it would be fun, and it's I don't not. think they'll be rushing back to make another one. It's going to take like another twenty years, and another, and they have to wait for another NBA no. icon who can slightly act. Or so it's going to be another wait, I reckon. Oh well, yeah. Wow. I mean, I think there's possibly a career after basketball for LeBron. In you know, in movies. Have you seen him in Trainwrecked? He's really good in Trainwrecked. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've, I've not seen it, but I've, I've heard it's really good. He's always playing a form of himself, so it's going to be interesting to see. 
But that's how that's how they start, the though, isn't it? That's how sports stars generally start in the movies. So, like The Rock, for example, he kind of played The Rock for a bit. Uh, he, he was the Scorpion then, King. Well, yeah, but he didn't have any lines, did he? <laughs> I can't remember. No, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't really have any lines. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he was the Scorpion King. But basically, he he's the Rock in all of his movies still. Potentially, but it's his it's his charisma that brings it through, and I think that's the same with LeBron. LeBron is definitely brimming with charisma, and that could save a lot of movies if he was actually in them, like enough, you know, yeah. if they were actually about him. And I th- feel like this movie, he was him kind of learning. It he, it definitely felt like he he became more comfortable, as I've said, and I think maybe chalk this one up to experience and be better on another. Last one. question I've got. Yeah. Do you think it will play better at home, I'm not necessarily on a smaller screen? Do you think it's going to age as well as Space Jam, which probably some people say hasn't aged well? I because the effects maybe. I can't see how this will age well, being as essentially it's making ref. There are a lot of references that forty-year-old people will get, and people in their late thirties will get, and those people will be in their 60s by the time anyone wants to watch this movie again and so I can't see it aging well in that way they've really dated it in terms of like in in that sense but also it it just doesn't have the heart and it doesn't have the humour and and that's why it won't live on is because it doesn't have any of that stuff doesn't really matter what the movie's about if it's funny and if it's enjoyable you know and that's that, that, that it doesn't have that it just it just didn't. Ugh. And we should leave it on that, how <laughs> bitterly disappointed we are. We um, are really genuinely disappointed, though, aren't we? Like, I'm genuinely yeah, disappointed. Because yeah. I really did want to like it. Because you, you might have taken your, your son next week to go and see it, and I don't think you are now. You're going to go and probably see Crude's Yeah, too. I think we will, yeah. Because I don't, I don't think he'll enjoy it. You know, I think he'll get bored. Yeah, I think it'll go straight over his head and you'll get bored. And yeah, and plus, I don't want to sit through it again. It's too long. That's all I'm saying. I know I say a lot about length, but this really is yeah, too long. Way too long. Okay, cool. Well, let's plug our other podcast. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Rich, what can you tell them? Um, you can follow us on the Tinter web. Um, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. We are at—I always said at the Baywatch Pod for a second, then, but that's our other podcast. We're also that. But you can find us, yeah, at Unequal Sequel. You can email us unequalsequel at hotmail You can, yeah, just just get in touch, and you can listen to all our other episodes. I've got a really good episode coming up on Monday, so yeah, listen out for that one. That would be it's yes. It's it's part one of a two parter, isn't it? It will be yes. It is part one of a two parter, a very special kind of episode that we're doing, where we've, we've kind of got a bit of a crossover going on. Ah, can't wait! I know it's exciting. That's all from me. So goodbye and goodbye from Rich. Bye. See you next week. Have a good one. Bye.